Let us pray. Father in heaven, we come before you this morning, our Lord, aware of the fact that God, you wills, and that God, you have brought us in your holy place this day to be reminded of your word, O God, to be reminded of your presence, to be reminded of your love, O God, to be reminded of you as our God, because you care for us. And God, the mission that you began has to be accomplished at one point, O Lord. As a God, as we gather here, we, we are here, humbled in your presence, O Lord, to listen to you and to know what you want us to do as we continue to join you in your mission of salvation, of redemption, of God, of equipping, of empowering, of God, and even of caring of your people. As a God of this day, pray that God, you will use me as your vessel to deliver your word to your people. And now, Lord my God, may the words of my mouth this morning and may the meditations of my mind be acceptable to you, my rock and my redeemer. And this we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. amen, amen. My friends, if someone, if someone asked you to change one thing about yourself, what would it be? I know you know it, but you cannot say it, right? You know what it is? But you either don't want to say it or you cannot say it. Uh, if God asked you, or if someone asked you to change one thing in your life, what would it be? Now, let, me, let me help you, yeah? Um, would it be the way you look or the way you do things? You get it now, right? Be the way we eat, or even what we eat. Because we are told to stay healthy. Am I right? So what would that, would that be? Is it going to be your accent? Your accent? Accent. And how you speak. How many of us have trouble, even now, trying to communicate to people? How many of us, when they speak, other people have trouble? I can can put it also that way, right? Because sometimes it doesn't matter how long you've been around here or how long you've been to Africa, you still probably sound like you have an accent. One of those people that I try so much uh, to speak like an American. But sometimes... It doesn't work as I want. The other day I went, went somewhere and I told these people, you know what, we are ready to order now. And then this person said, you want some water? <laughs> really? And so I, I said, I will never at all try to, to speak like someone else. Let me be who I am, right? So if one wanted you to change something, what would it be? Is it the way we speak or even complain to God? Numbers chapter 11, 
uh, records a conversation between God and Moses where Moses became hungry at some point. Now listen. He's asking God from verse 11. What have I done to displease you? That you put me, put the burden of all these people to me. Did I conceive all these people? Now this is Moses, a servant of God, and he is conversing and arguing and complaining to God. Did I give them birth? Why do you tell me to carry them in my arms as a, as a nurse carries, listen now, as a nurse carries them, carries an infant to the land you promised? Where can I get meat for all these people? They keep wailing on me. Give us meat to eat. I cannot carry all these people, God. I cannot carry all these people by myself. The burden is so heavy for me. If this is how you are going to treat me, God, please go ahead and kill me. That is Moses. This was serious. Very serious. Then God says in verses 8 to 20, tell, tell these people, consecrate yourselves in preparation for tomorrow when you will eat meat. I like this. <laughs> tell your friend when you eat meat. <laughs> Prepare. Consecrate yourself. Consecrate yourself for tomorrow when you are going to eat meat. The Lord heard you when you wailed. Sometimes it is, it is, it is good to be aware, to be careful what you ask God to do to you. Um, is someone listening to me? He says, if only we had meat, we are better off in Egypt. Now, the Lord will give you meat, and you will eat it. You will eat not eat it for just one day, or two days, or ten days, or twenty days, but how many days? Thirty, thirty days. That is God saying this. You will eat this for a whole month until it comes out of your nostrils. Because you have rejected the Lord who is among you. You have wailed before him saying, when did we leave Egypt? Now, they will eat meat until everywhere they are will be smelling meat. Wakienda bathroom, meat. Wakienda sokoni, meat. Wakiingia kwa gari, meat. Wakienda kazini, meat. Wakienda pali popote, meat. Wakienda kanisani, simuseme meat. Don't joke with God. <laughs> God can make you smell like meat. God can give you whatever you want. You eat it a deal. You don't eat it or don't, don't like it at all again. These people had forgotten who God was. And so they could not wait for God to do his work. Tell your friend, let God do his work. Complaining was the order of the day for these people. And as a result, from verse 24, God gathered these people together. 
He gathered the elders together and he poured out his spirit. Now the same spirit that he had put unto Moses, he put this same spirit unto these elders as to be prophetic voices and direct the people of God to God's truth. The Bible tells us that the other two in the camp were also given the spirit. Now, the Bible says that these guys were 72. So two of them were left in the camp. It is not that they knew what was going to happen, but walikuwa wananyeta, right? Yes, walikuwa wananyeta. They, they they there will always be a, a few people that do not know want whatever is happening to the rest of the group, right? They said, no, it doesn't matter. We are not going anywhere. We are remaining in the camp. We are not feeling well. We are remaining in the camp. We are not going to contribute. We will keep our money. We are not going to sing. And then in Mukaimbe, we are not going to serve God. You guys are going to serve. And so they were left at the camp. And the Bible says, when the 70 were filled with this spirit, the same spirit, because this is the spirit of God, went to them wherever they were. And they received the same, the same spirit. And then there comes an argument here. And Joshua, one of the leaders, is complaining to Moses. Moses, what happens? These guys, we loved them. And they have the, spirit, the same spirit with us. Ill dad and male dad. <laughs> that time, Moses said, stop it, Joshua. <laughs> stop it, Joshua. I wish all of God's people would receive the spirit that all of God's people would speak the truth and God's word. I wish everybody was a half to what God is doing. Hallelujah. You know, he wishes that God can be allowed to do his work in the lives of his people. The work of redemption, the work of salvation, the work of equipping, the work of empowering God's people, the work of providing, the work of caring for God's people. Today, I want to remind someone that God has given you and me the Holy Spirit so that you can speak truth and direct people to God's truth. Now, as a church, we have a prophetic voice. As a church, Kamakanisa, we have a prophetic voice. Tukona sauti ya A voice that points out sin and it tells people to run away from it. A voice that sees danger and it tells people to run away from it. A voice that te- sees you going into destruction and it tells you, please turn back. You are going to have it rough. A prophetic voice. That is what we have been given as a church. Tell your friend, we have a prophetic voice. We are a reflection of God's love and His care. On the day of Pentecost, the Bible says, the disciples were confused at first. 
They didn't know what to do. They were rocked in one, they were, they, they, they were in one room, locked in one room, half a room. They didn't know what to do at this point. They had thought that Jesus was going into Jerusalem to plan things out and take over the world with them. And there, some of them, they, they, they thought they would be cabinet ministers and secretaries. What comes with a cabinet minister, right? Cabinet minister and a secretary to that cabinet. So they thought that is what Jesus would do. But things were different. And so when the day came, the day, when the day came, they were all gathered together. They were all gathered together. And they, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit of God. And they began to speak foreign languages. Because God had taken over their lives. Amen. God had taken over. But they didn't know. Spirit of God cannot be controlled by human structures. See what the Spirit did in Numbers? The two people who did not want to go out and serve, they were found there. And they were given the same Spirit to go out and to work for the Lord. It is a voice for change that blows where it will. One of the sons. A force that blows where it wills. If God wants to change your life, my friend, allow him to do it. Allow him to do it. If God wants to change the look, the look of this church, for example, because if that happens, it is going to be to his own glory, then let us join God. And become part of the story that God is about to make. Let us do it. Let us join together. And be part of that story that the Lord our God wants to make. Whatever it is, when we come together and we say as Nehemiah, we are doing this to glorify God in this church. Everybody. I mean, everybody needs to desire to be part of this. Why? Because you never know how long we are here. Allow God to do His will in your life. Father, let your will be done. Let your will be done Because I'm just a piece of clay And you are the more Father, let your will be done Let your will be done Because I'm just a piece of God is allowed to do His work. When we allow the will of God to be done in our lives, when the Holy Spirit is allowed to work in us, 
people will think that we are drunk. Amen. When the Holy Spirit captures you and you are working for God like, like anything else, people will think you are a drunk. They will not get it. They will say, hey, uh, he, he or she is just pretending to work for God. When we commit ourselves in advancing the kingdom agenda, the selfish people, those who do not want to partake and participate in the work of God, will say, we are drunk. Verse 17. The Bible says, in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit to all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will do what? <laughs> will, do, will dream dreams. And that time is coming. Probably it is here now. It is the high time for all of us to jump out and do what we have. It's your work is to dream, dream, and dream well. If yours is to see visions, uh, again, tell God to show you what it is that, that you, you know, he needs, God needs to be done. Because the Spirit comes to change us for better. Jesus' ministry continues through our services. And what we need, we do, needs to be done with seriousness and urgency. Why? Because soon the sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. Today is still the day of grace. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. In Psalm 37 and verse 7, the Bible says, Surrender yourself to the Lord and wait patiently for Him. And what I get from this, as Rick Warren says, is this. Follow God's leading, even if you don't know where God is sending you. Just follow. The Lord's leading. Number two, wait for God's timing, even if you don't know when that timing is going to come. Because it will come. Number three, expect a miracle, even if you don't know how God will provide. When He says, I will perform a miracle, God will, because He is God. Expect a miracle even if you don't know how he is going to provide. That is none of your business. Just try. Then, number four, trust God's purpose even if you don't understand the circumstances. Instead of trying harder, just trust more. <laughs> you see, we, we, what we, we, we have brought up with this, try hard. And try harder. Try harder. 
You fail in exam. Try harder. You did this. Try harder. Work harder. Work harder. Now, the, this is changing to just trust more. And that is it. Trust God in your life. Trust God in your family. Trust God in your work. Trust God in whatever you do. Because He is faithful and will provide for you. Trust God more. Rely on God more. Say, Father, if this problem, if this pain, if this sickness, if this situation I am in is needed to fulfill your purpose and glory in my life or in other people's lives, then let your will be done. If what I'm going through is going to glorify you, God, in my life, then let your will be done. That is what people who are led of the Spirit do. Not just complaining, but surrendering to God. And telling God, you know what? I am through this. It is painful. It is hard. I don't know what to do. But if this is going to glorify your name, Lord, let your will. Let your will be done. Jesus agonized so much over God's plan. When he was on that cross, he, he agonized so much. And he was, he was sweating even blood. And he was trying to tell God, God, help me. Take this cup from, away from me. It is so painful. I cannot take it. It is so painful. God was just silent on the cross. And then, Jesus said, if if it is your will, take it away from me. If not, then let your will be done. And God continued to keep quiet. At the end of the day, he died on the cross. And the name of the Lord was glorified. That you and me can receive, and have received salvation. Let the will of God be done. Let God do his work in your life. Let us not complain much. Let us ask God what it is that we or God needs for us to do. Let the will of God be done. Let let God glorify himself in your life. In whatever you do, regardless of the circumstances they are in, wherever you are, just trust God. My friends, as we bow our heads for prayer this time, I pray that God will speak unto you as you, as you tell God that your is well be done in your life. Just sing, just sing that song as if you are, you are conversing, you are talking with God.
telling God, hey God, let your will be done. Let your will be done because I'm I'm just a piece of clay. You you are the one that created me, Lord. Let your will be done. I don't know what it is that you are going through this morning. I I don't know what it is that you are bringing to God. I I don't know how hard, how tough the situation is. I don't know what it is that you are bringing to God in prayer. But you know what? You can tell God, Father, let your will be done. Let your will be done. Because I'm only a piece of clay. And you're the one that created me. And you continue to create me to look as you Baba, mapenzi yako, na yati mizwe, maandami nini yutoko, na weni sinani, Father, let your will be done, let your will be done. Because I'm just a piece of clay. I think there's something that you want to bring to God. Then raise up your hand and we'll pray together. Just tell God, this is what I'm bringing to you. May your will be done in my life. May your will be done in my family. May your will be done. Whatever I am. Raise up your hand. Raise up your hand. Thank you. Thank you for those hands. For those hands, God, you are such a faithful God. You are the one that created us, oh God. You are the one that continues to create us because we are created in your image, oh God. We are Imago Day. And God, every time, every time you are working on us, that God, we will retain that image of you, oh God. It is you who knows what we go through day by day. It is you who understands our desires, O oh Lord. It is you who comes to the point of our needs, O oh God, to meet with us there, O oh God. It is you who knows our going out and our coming in, O oh Lord. It is you who knows what we are going to do even after this place. It is you who knows, God, what we are going to eat tomorrow and where we will be tomorrow. It is you who knows how, how, how our lives are going to be, O oh Lord. And this morning, O oh God, as I bring uh, your people unto you, Lord, I pray this special prayer that, God, you will have mercy on your people. That God, you will have us surrender fully unto you, O Lord. I bring these people unto you, O Lord. As they raise your hands unto you, Mungu Shemilele. How I pray that God, you will open your heart. That God, you will open your ears, O God, to listen to their cry, to listen to their plea, to listen unto them, O Lord, because you know them. And you know what it is that they are bringing unto you. So that God, your will will be done in their lives, oh God. That God, even as they walk, oh God, they will know that your blessings have been upon them, oh God, because you are faithful. May your grace, may your mercy, may your love, oh God, may your blessings be upon your people. Because wherever your son, Jesus Christ, went, 
their worst changes. He visited people that were seeing God. They were healed. When he visited lame people, they were able to walk. God, we pray that you will visit to someone this afternoon to change their lives forever. To change their lives completely, oh God. To lift them up, oh God, from complaining to something else. Lift them up, oh Lord, to being trodden down, oh Lord. To always hearken, oh God, to rejoice. Lift someone else, oh God, this time for your glory. Look at that person that is hurting, oh God. Look at that person that is feigning this morning, oh God. Look at that person that is troubled this morning. Look at that person that needs you like never before. Look at this person, oh God, who does not know what to do tomorrow. Look at this person that is bringing his or her family unto God. Have mercy upon them. Have mercy upon them. Perform a miracle, oh God, because they are waiting for you. We thank you as a church. And for whatever you have put us down here to do, may we do it. And may your name be glorified in it. Because soon you are coming for us. We thank you and we honor you as we surrender unto you. And this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you.